Welcome to Halley HealthCast, the wellness podcast from Halley Health, your partner in helping you live your healthiest life. Every episode on our podcast addresses a new topic important to your health and well-being, bringing in expert doctors, insurance specialists, and other healthcare experts who offer advice and answer your most pressing questions. October is National Dental Hygiene Month. It's also an important month for everyone who's eligible for Medicare. On the 15th, the annual enrollment period begins. It's the time of year when you can enroll in a new Medicare Advantage plan, compare your different options, and find the plan that's best for you. Which is why today we're talking about dental care on our podcast, why it's important, and more specifically, information about coverage for those on Medicare. Here with us is Greg Matola. He's the Consumer Retention Manager at Health Alliance, which offers Medicare Advantage plans for people in Illinois, Iowa, Indiana, Ohio, and Washington. Greg has over 20 years of customer service experience and is an expert on Medicare Advantage plans and their coverage of dental care. Welcome, Greg. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Well, let's begin here, Greg, with perhaps... The most simple, but still a very key question. Why is dental care so important for our health and well-being, especially for those of us age 65 and above? Well, thank you for asking that. That is a great question. So, I mean, generally speaking, right, many people probably out there know, or maybe they don't know that, uh, you know, inflammation caused by gum disease is linked to heart disease. So, uh, and that really goes for, for everyone uh, of any age. Obviously, you're at a higher risk of the older you get. But uh, that's one of the things that I learned at my dentist early on years ago. Another thing is if you have some of those more serious illnesses like diabetes and whatnot, you know, the, the glucose levels is, or sugar levels in your saliva kind of contribute to the growth of, of bacteria in your mouth. So again, anyone of any age who has diabetes is higher risk there of, of gum disease and, and, you know, the correlation between the two. But more specifically, you asked about the over 65 uh, population, which is our Medicare population. A couple of things there. One thing, obviously, uh, tooth loss is a common thing in older adults. I, I don't know if you know, but one in five adults uh, have lost all of their teeth that are, oh, wow. uh, you know, over the age of 65. And, and that's according to, to the CDC. So tooth loss obviously can affect nutrition, can affect the, you know, what types of things seniors eat. And obviously, which is important to everyone, but I'm sure, you know, seniors as well is, uh, you know, you, you like to be able to eat what you like, right? And, and the less the less things that you can eat, the less likely you are to have the, the proper nutrition. And then, of course, tooth decay. So older individuals tend to be on more medications than younger individuals. And what that can cause is dry mouth, right? So dry mouth in your in your mouth can cause bacteria uh, and, and those side effects of those certain drugs, you know, that are, you know, used for things like asthma, or high blood pressure, and depression can all contribute to that. So really, that that is a couple of the things, uh, points I'd like to make in terms of uh, why it's important uh, for seniors especially to have a uh, good dental plan or to be able to keep uh, up with their teeth. Well, thank you for that. So with dental care being so important, many people might assume that Medicare just always covers it, but that's not always the case. Can you tell us more about this? Sure. So uh, one of the things I'd probably like to tell you is really the differences between like original Medicare and uh, a Medicare Advantage plan, which is, uh, you know, the plan that uh, we offer at Health Alliance. 
So, you know, original Medicare, uh, you know, covers about 80% of the costs of, of your, um, of, you know, of your, you know, medical services. Um, you know, so there's some perks to that. There's no, no dental network. It's really anyone who accepts Medicare. So you can go anywhere in the country. Uh, so that's a plus. But again, it only covers up on average about 80% of your bills. Plus there's deductibles. So there's deductibles for hospitalization. There's deductibles for your outpatient care, et cetera. And there's also no out-of-pocket limit. So really, if you have a rough year medically and you and you got sick frequently or hospitalized multiple times, uh, there's not there's no stopgap there for you, right? So a Medicare Advantage plan, and there's many benefits to a Medicare Advantage plan, but one of the major ones is it does have a stopgap. There is an out-of-pocket max. Now you might have to adhere to a network depending on what type of plan you're on, but but the you know typically it's just, I can speak for ourselves. Our network is pretty vast. Uh, and usually individuals don't have issues finding a doctor uh, that they like, a, a PCP or even specialist. But nonetheless, we also offer plans that gives you, gives you more flexibility, right? But I would say, in addition to that, you know, the, the out-of-pocket maximum where you have a worst-case scenario, you're not going to go over so many thousands of dollars in any given year. Uh, there's also a lot of those extra perks, like dental. Unfortunately, original Medicare does not cover dental. They, you know, for one reason or another, they don't feel like that is medically necessary, if you will. Uh, I don't see how not having good, healthy teeth um, <laughs> would, would would fall in that category, right? But it, but it really it, it doesn't. At least at this point, according to original Medicare. Now there are some instances with injuries and stuff that may affect your mouth where where there could be some coverage, but that's very basic. None of the preventative or what they call supplemental benefit, uh, benefits are covered by original Medicare. But on Medicare Advantage plans, many of them, including ours, have coverage for dental, some more than others. Uh, and we've actually, in, in the recent year, have just enhanced that quite a bit. Great explanation. Thank you so much. Now, I know that you and your colleagues at Health Alliance are often out and about in the community, you know, meeting people and educating them about Medicare. I bet you hear quite a lot about the importance of dental coverage. Can you tell us more about that? Is that the case? Uh, yes. I mean, it's it, it, not just uh, out and about in the community. And we do have a very active voiced uh, group of membership, right? So they're very in tune to to the things that they need. They advocate not only for themselves, but for their others. And I go out throughout the year to various locations for different retention events throughout the, the communities. And, and we always, you know, hear how we're, we're so happy you have a dental plan. We wish it could even be more, you know, and we get that sort of a, a lot. And, and again, that was one of the drivers for, for this, cu- this current year, why we, we, we did such a substantial kind of increase in that coverage. But what I could also tell you is just looking at the data, you know, I'm, I'm a, in retention, so I'm a data guy. You know, you go through many rep webinars, you, you look through the data, and really dental coverage and the need or the want for, for membership uh, in that senior demographic for uh, some sort of dental coverage uh, is always in the top three. So it's, it's, it's very important to seniors, and, you know, for those reasons that I mentioned before, and, and, you know, it's just, it's just nice to be able to smile and, and have a healthy mouth, you know, and, and be able to eat the things that you, you love to eat. So makes sense. Absolutely. So it's safe to say that you and your team made a conscious choice, you might say, to listen to people's needs and begin offering that even more robust dental coverage. Is that correct? 
That would actually be 100% accurate, yes. Well, that is just so good to hear. Now, before we get into talking about specific benefits and costs and similar details, we need to mention an important disclaimer. Health Alliance and your colleagues in Washington at Health Alliance Northwest offer many different types of Medicare Advantage plans. These even include ones under the popular Simply OSF Med Advantage and Reed Health Alliance Medicare brands. I imagine that specific dental benefits vary based on the plan you have. That is correct, yes. Many of our plans offer, for the most part, the same coverage. There are a few exceptions. You mentioned that Health Alliance Northwest market, where there is a little lower coverage, or I should say the coverage that we offer is, you know, hadn't changed from the prior year uh, to this new year. But uh, for the Simplete plan that you mentioned and the OSF, Med Advantage plans and all of what we call our legacy plans in our core market, which is in uh, the Illinois counties that we serve, did sub- increase substantially. There is one caveat to that. One of our plans in the OSF realm, it's called the OSF Enrich Plan, has a slightly more nuanced benefit. Uh, instead of it being a $1,500 uh, maximum uh, reimbursement benefit, it's it's only uh, at a thousand, but it, it's still much much higher than where we were the previous year and much more competitive with uh, those plans out uh, in the market currently. Gotcha. Okay. So digging in now, I'm excited to hear more about this robust package of enhanced dental benefits that you're offering. Can you tell us the highlights? I can tell you about our current benefit this year, which was the first year we saw that dramatic increase. So as I mentioned, the maximum allowance per year for most of our plans with uh, with those exceptions that I mentioned, was is $1,500. And the way it works really is it's a, a three-tiered coverage approach. So you have levels of coverage that uh, allow for different uh, co-insurance amounts. So when I say co-insurance, people say, well, what's the difference between a co-pay and a co-insurance? A co-pay is a set dollar amount that you pay to mitigate uh, some of that cost, right? So if there, if there was a $50 copay, uh, a particular benefit, you would have to pay 50 and then Health Alliance essentially would, would cover the rest. And that, that's just an example. But with a coinsurance, you actually pay a percentage of the allowable cost. So whatever the bill might be, you might have to pay 20% or you might have to pay 50% or something of that nature. So let's start there. So there's three levels of coverage, if you will, under the umbrella of a $1,500 maximum allowance. So for your preventative stuff like cleanings and, uh, you know, exams and things like that, there's actually a $0 co-insurance. So we cover 100% of the costs of those level uh, services uh, in, the, in the dental field or the dental realm. So, you know, you could have any of those services, however frequently throughout the year, uh, you would either submit that uh, request as a reimbursement or, as I'll get into later, there's a, another way the reimbursement can, can work. But I would say most common way is people just get their bill and then they submit that to us and then they get reimbursed at that 100% rate, meaning $0 co-insurance. Now, tier two levels, things like fillings and other work like crowns or things like that, that would be your level two. And what that means is we would pay 80% and then you would be responsible for 20%. So that's a level two care. So again, the $1,500 maximum allowance per year 
you know, always applies regardless of the tier, but you would have to pay 20% of those services. And then there's level three. So your dentures and certain periodontal work that might need done, uh, might need to be done. That is a 50% coinsurance. So we basically pay half, you pay the other half again, up to that $1,500. So that's kind of how it works. Um, I did want to say the one other way to get reimbursed is if your dentist is able and willing, so to speak, they can submit the claim directly to us using the claims address on the back of the uh, member's ID card. And then we would actually pay that uh, dentist directly up to the limits of, of the uh, of the program. And then, of course, the dentist would then uh, turn around and bill you for the difference, much like a medical claim would work. So the reason why we can't, that doesn't happen all the time is because we don't have a dental network. You can go to any dentist you like, which is good, right? There's a lot of flexibility there. But again, because we don't have that contract, we can't really tell them how to, uh, you know, that they have to submit a claim. They may just say, you know what, I need you to, you know, I need the, the uh, patient to cover the cost, and then you would have to submit um, for reimbursement on the back end. So it really just depends on your dentist. You know, we do try to do our best with creating pieces that, that can be given to the dentist to let them know, hey, listen, they have this coverage. I know it's a Medicare plan, but they have this coverage and it's, you know, it's real and tangible. So a lot of times dentists will go, okay, you know what, it, it's a little bit easier. You don't have to cover the cost up front. I'll submit the claim. It'll get paid. And then I'll balance uh, bill you the difference, so to speak, if that makes sense. Yes, yes, it does. That is also wonderful. Now, I know that for other medical needs, you often can only go to certain doctors or hospitals. Is it the same with dentists on your plans or can members see any dentist they like? Yeah. So as I had mentioned uh, briefly just a minute ago, yes, you, there's no dental network. So that's that's a great part of doesn't matter whether you're on an HMO or you're on one of our POS plans, which is stands for point of service. Um, that is not relevant for the supplemental uh, portion of of the benefits, and which is what dental is under. So you can go to any dentist you like, you know, in the United States, and um, we will uh, offer those uh, same benefits with those uh, same tier uh, coinsurance amounts. But like I said, if the dentist is willing to submit the claim directly, that's actually best for the member because they don't have to pay up front. They only have to pay what's not already covered by their benefit. Mm, that sounds like a really great feature. So when there's cost sharing, that is when members pay a portion and the plan pays the rest, can you talk more about how that reimbursement works? Yeah, so exactly right. So the co-insurance is the cost share, if you will. It's either zero for level one, 20% for level two, or 50% for level three, depending on the, the services that are rendered by the dentist. And how that works is if the dentist submits it directly, then we would process that like any other medical claim, applying those coinsurances where applicable, and then sending that payment to the dentist and then sending what they call an explanation of benefits to the member to let them know what their responsibility looks like for that particular, those particular services, right? And it really works somewhat similarly if the member reimburses submits the reimbursement directly. So what they would do is, you know, there's no formal reimbursement form they have to fill out. They would simply just submit a copy of the receipt, identifying themselves with their member number, et cetera, requesting, you know, that they be reimbursed for those services. And we would, again, process that just as any other claim. 
And then we would actually send that explanation of benefits back to the member, letting them know what we covered along with a form of payment, a check to the member. And they will receive that. And then whatever, you know, whatever that we don't cover would likely have already been paid to the dentist anyway, because likely they would they would have requested that money upon receipt of the bill. Great. Okay. So now let's get to perhaps the question our listeners have been waiting for. Just how and when can they sign up for one of these Medicare Advantage plans? I bet a lot of people would love these new features. Yes, that's a great question. <laughs> so, I mean, they can go to our website, healthalliance.org slash Medicare. However, open enrollment, which is the time of year every year that people can make a change, as as most people realize when you're on a Medicare Advantage plan or, or most plan, a Medicare plans, uh, there's a time frame in which you can make a switch. You don't necessarily aren't able to do it any time of year. There are some exceptions where you can do it uh, outside of those parameters. But uh, October 15th through December 7th is uh, the uh, annual election period, or what we call AEP. And that is when members can if they like their plan, they can keep it. If they want want to switch to a different plan, you know, if they maybe with uh, another carrier and they want to switch to Health Alliance, they can do that. Or maybe they want to switch plans within Health Alliance. Maybe they had one plan and they realized their needs have changed. Maybe they travel less or whatever the situation is. Maybe, you know, they, they see the doctor more. They may want more coverage that has less co-pays uh, or lesser co-pays. They can make that decision. And of course, those changes that are done between that time frame, October 15th through December 7th, go into effect January 1 of the following year. So you would make changes for 2023, effective 1-1-23 between October 15th and December 7th of this year, 2022. Excellent. Well, Greg, before I let you go, any last thoughts, any final things that you'd like to mention? Uh, no, just that, um, you know, we're happy to be of service to many of the counties in the state of Illinois and, and beyond. Uh, we have, as you mentioned, we have uh, Health Alliance Northwest, which is in our central Washington market. We also have plans in North Carolina, and we also have some uh, plan offerings in Iowa. So we're happy to serve all the communities and counties that we serve. What I wanted to say is, evaluate your plan and visit our website or, or call uh, Health Alliance. Or if you have a broker, talk to them and ask them about Health Alliance and see if the, we have a plan that, that's uh, a good fit for you. Well, wonderful information today, Greg. Thank you. You've simply been a pleasure to have on our podcast. Thank you so much for joining us and for the important healthcare coverage your team brings to so many people throughout our communities. That concludes today's Halley HealthCast. Tune in next time as we tackle yet another topic important for your health and well-being. And remember, Halley Health is your partner in helping you live your healthiest life. Visit Halley.com, that's H-A-L-L-Y.com, for resources, information, tips, and much more. Let us help keep you and your family healthy and well. Thanks for listening. We hope you tune in again. 